Hey, my friend, welcome back to the Purpose Mastermind podcast. I have a question for you. Have you ever experienced the pain of unmet expectations? I know that question might make you want to shut off this podcast because maybe you don't want to answer that or maybe you're feeling it right now. You know the feeling when you look at life or you look at a relationship or you look at a career. Initially, you look at it and think, yeah, this is going to be like this and it's going to be good. But then a year or two into it, you think, okay, when is it going to be like this and when is it going to be good? And a year or two later, it becomes, I don't know if it's ever going to be what I thought it was going to be. And then maybe a year or two later, the thought is, it will never be what I thought it was going to be. The pain of unmet expectations is real. It's like a poison that we slowly ingest and it begins to take a bigger toll on us with every passing year. I want to help you crush the pain of unmet expectations. I want to tell you a story. This is one of my favorite stories. As a little boy, I used to travel to Cleveland to see my grandparents a couple times a year. And one time was always during the summer. And we always planned it that we would go see a major league baseball game in Cleveland. And it was truly the highlight. As a little boy, I loved baseball. And I loved getting to go to a major league game. When I was a little boy, it was even difficult to see baseball on TV. The Cubs were usually on, but the Cleveland Indians were my real team. And I never got to see them. As a matter of fact, I would I remember going to Cleveland and my grandma would, would have a stack of sports pages from the whole year. She would save them from us. And so we would get there and we would race inside and I would find the chair where she would have stacked all the sports pages and I could see pictures of Cleveland Indians players and read stories about them. So we'd go to the ballpark. My greatest dream as a kid was getting a baseball at a major league game. I thought, wow, this would be the epitome, the pinnacle of human uh, existence is if I could get a baseball at a game. I remember going to the stadium and it held 70 some thousand people, but they only had about seven or 8,000 come to the game. So it was mostly empty seats. And in my childhood, I would assume that it would be easy to get a ball, but it never happened. When I was about 10 years old, I went to the game that night with my uncle Andy and my dad and my brother David. We sat about 10 rows behind first base. And I never will forget a couple innings into the game, my brother and I decided, let's go sit out in right field, catch a home run. There's not many fans out there. Let's go try out there. So my dad let us go out there and then we sat for a while. And we were sitting out there, no ball ever came our way, but there was a foul ball that went near our section where my dad and my uncle were sitting. We didn't think too much of it. We didn't know how close it was. But when we went back after a couple of innings, 
My uncle and my dad were laughing at me. They said, Mark, it bounced right off your seat. The guy right behind me was holding it in his hand. I was like, wow. My moment. Uh, It was my seat. It was my moment. It was my ball. And I missed it. Life can feel that way, can it? Let's fast forward 13 years. Now I'm 23 years old. I'm going back to that same stadium with my wife. She's about six and a half months pregnant with our first child. Now we're sitting in left field and now the stadium is full with about 72,000 people. Because it's the last three games that will ever, ever take place in that stadium. They're about to tear it down. It's a nostalgic stadium. Babe Ruth had once played in this stadium. Rocky Colavito and some other greats. So we went to the last three games there. We were sitting in left field. My wife was to my left in her rather pregnant body. And just beside her was the aisle. Bo Jackson of the White Sox stepped up. Bo Jackson hit a home run just to the left of my wife. I couldn't get through her rather large body at the time. By the way, I I had my mitt with me. I always took my mitt to the ballpark in hopes of getting a ball. But I couldn't get through her. And the guy right behind her reached down beside her waist and caught the home run ball. Once again, my moment, it was there and I missed it. Life can have a way of telling us that we missed it. And when we feel like we're missing it, we begin to give up on things in life that matter most. When we feel like we're missing it, we begin to to miss out on the things that are right in front of us. Think of that story of Bo Jackson's home run ball. And I'm trying to get through my wife, who at the time is pregnant with our first son. I'm trying to get through her to get the ball, my thing, my dream. It's on the other side of her. Isn't it ironic that in life we can set up a goal for ourselves? that causes us to turn the most special things in our life into obstacles. What I was trying to get around that day for the ball was my wife who was pregnant with our first son. Next story or the next part of the story is probably just about two years later, maybe a little less Now my first son is born, and I've decided I'm taking him to his first major league game, just like my dad did. I'm taking him to the ballpark. I drive him to the new stadium in Cleveland called Jacobs Field at the time, and I'm holding him. He has a little red baseball cap on. He's got a baseball outfit on, just like every toddler wears simple red shorts and a matching red shirt that says baseball across the front. 
I'm holding him as I walk across the street and I get to the gates and you can look through the gate and you can see the field that's below ground level. And as I'm standing there waiting to go in, batting practice was happening and the ball bounced up on the concourse and a police officer picked it up and he saw me and my son and he walked over and he handed it to my son, Matthew. And I thought to myself, wait, what just happened here? My lifelong venture to get a ball Here's my son. He doesn't even know what's happening to him right now. He doesn't know what he's experiencing. Yet here he is holding a baseball in his hand. My friend, this is what life is like. You see, unmet expectations oftentimes come from unrealistic expectations. The thought that life is about getting the ball, and for me to get that one ball, I have to be at that one seat at that one moment, and if I'm not, I guess my life will never be what I thought it would be. But that's not what life is. Life was about that day when I was able to carry my son to a ball game. Why? Because a woman chose to love me. And she she gave birth to to my son. And I got I had the privilege of using my life to carry him to experience something. And I got to show up and be the person that carried a human to experience something. I held a human so that he could get the ball. That is what life is like. Unmet expectations are usually caused by unrealistic expectations. And because of those unrealistic expectations, we don't get to cherish our very life. We don't get to cherish the wonder of it all, the people that are in it, the daily small opportunities that we have in our life that could be, could be full of so much wonder if we weren't too busy being disappointed because of some other thing that didn't happen. But what if that other thing doesn't even need to happen? I want to say one more thing that causes these unmet expectations. I see this a lot in the people that we work with. It's when people can't enjoy their very life because they have a problem. Human instinct is, is that I'm not supposed to have a problem. My relationship isn't supposed to have a problem. If I had a good marriage, we wouldn't have a problem. If I was a good person, I wouldn't have this problem. If my job was a good job, it wouldn't have this problem. If my house was a good house, it wouldn't have this problem. The idea that somehow life isn't supposed to have problems, and if there is a problem, I'm doing something wrong. 
If there is a problem, I must have the wrong job. If there's a problem, I must have married the wrong person. If there's a problem, my kids are going to be messed up forever. If there's a problem, my life will never be what I thought it was going to be. My friends, we have problems because we're human. But problems don't get to define us. Problems don't get to decide who we are. Problems, they don't have to be our identity. A problem in our, in our relationship doesn't get to decide that our relationship isn't good. A problem in my job doesn't get to tell me that my job isn't good. A problem in me doesn't get to decide that my life isn't good. Problems are a part of the regular rhythm of life. And actually, if we learn to see problems differently, they are oftentimes our greatest opportunity for the change that we really want. The human instinct for all of us is I need to avoid having a problem. And if one does come up, The next goal is just to hide it so that no one knows. So then I can at least think my life is awesome because no one knows the problem. Problems are normal. They belong in our life. They belong in our marriage. They belong with our kids. They belong in our workplace. They belong within us as people. We are human What we learn to do is use problems as opportunities. So I want to finish this podcast with these thoughts. Unmet expectations become a poison that slowly erode the spirit, causes us to to lose the joy of living the life we get to live. But oftentimes, it's just caused by unrealistic expectations. And if we look at our life differently, we can let go of pain that maybe we never needed to have. If you're looking at your life and you think back to a long time ago where you felt like, you know what, life is good and I've got something good to do in this life. But maybe now you've come to a place where you don't even want to talk about things like purpose and meaning because you think that's passed you by. At one, at one point you were in the seat, but the ball didn't come. Or when the ball came, you weren't in the seat. But you think it's too late for you to have purpose. If you feel like you're afraid of that conversation, can I tell you something, friend? That's the exact conversation you need to have. I understand this painful reality that the things that we most want in life can also be the things we're most afraid of. Purpose, freedom, love, These are the things we want desperately in life. Isn't everything else extracurricular compared to I have a purpose 
I give and receive love and I have freedom. We want these things so desperately, but life has a way of telling us it's too late for you. You can't have those things, but that's a lie. My friend, it's not too late for you. Your life has purpose and you can know it and you can be set free from anything that prevents you from pursuing it boldly. If you need help on that journey, I want you to reach out and I want you to go through the Purpose Mastermind because the world needs you. The world needs you to carry some other human being to experience something just like I did when I was 23 years old and I carried my son to a game and he got a ball. My friend, the world needs you. It's not too late. You haven't missed it. You have purpose. My friend, if you want help on your journey, I would love to partner with you. The website, purposemastermind.com. Now go live your best life.